Five, four, three, two, one, boom. We're live. Three, two, one, we're live. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome. I told you guys we would be back. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Segments. Episode number 16. It is Thursday, July 5th, 2018. I hope you guys had a great July 4th yesterday. Watch fireworks, stayed safe. A lot of those fireworks set off car alarms. You know, a lot of the animals out there were pretty crazy too. I had a lot of fun. Also, I got, you know, got pretty drunk. Um, ate some good ribs at a family's friend's house. And some of my family's friend's house, I guess they're like, you know, football families and stuff. And, you know, because all the kids play football and it's the families from all there. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool overall. I definitely had um, a lot of fun. You know, we watched some fireworks from a, a speedway here close by this area. And it was, it was pretty fun. It was pretty, you know, it's always cool to celebrate July 4th because, you know, my birthday was on July 2nd and July 4th comes right like two days after. So it's kind of ideally like a little bit late of a birthday party for me. So that's the benefit of having a birthday the second day of the seventh month, which, which is July. I've told people many times, sometimes I really want my birthday to be like in the middle of the month or something like that, but that's not the case. Anyways, I'm, I'm low-key happy that it's happened, that it's already happened, it's over with, 22 years young, and still haven't even hit the prime of my life. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, enough of that. Wanted to pull you guys in here and run down today's list. Very quick list. We're going we're gonna to kind of get, we're not going to get too in-depth into this today's episode there's just three topics three main topics that have been floating on my head one just popped in my head as we not as we speak but maybe just today but the last two days i've been thinking about some stuff that i didn't say on last episode last episode of the g meek and mma show so now that we're here we get the opportunity to start about it starting in the mixed martial arts world i'm sure you guys have heard that golden boy has now signed Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell to fight each other for a third time. How crazy is this shit? It was 2018 and I'm saying that. Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell will fight under the Golden Boy. I don't know if it's mixed martial arts banner, but it is rumored that they will fight in a cage and most likely will fight in a cage. But those two are set to fight now a little bit later this year. It's crazy because honestly, when I got into the sport of mixed martial arts, I was, you know, the Ortiz Liddell trilogy had, you know, had already been over. So, you know, back in the at the time that their their rivalry was as heated as ever, I was just a tiny little kid. I had never watched mixed martial arts in my life. That's the thing. I had never watched mixed martial arts before. I didn't know who they were. You know, obviously, when I first started watching them, I started watching all the greats like George St. Pierre, Tito, Chuck Liddell, Rampage, Rashad, all of the original OGs in the sport. And, you know... I had never been around, you know, I've been around for a lot of heated rivalries now. It's been over almost eight years since I've been in the sport of mixed martial arts and been so into the sport and stuff. So it's been, it's been pretty, definitely been pretty, uh, been a huge long road. And for this fight, you know, Tito retired twice already now, you know, he retired, uh, you know, at the UFC, at UFC, I forgot what UFC it was, but it was, it was Silva versus Chael Sonnen too. And then Ortiz versus Forrest Griffin three. You know, Ortiz lost that fight. Uh, and then he made the move to Bellator. You know, he lost against Liam McGeary. He beat Alexander Shemenko. He beat 
um, Chael Sonnen. He beat Stefan Bonner. And, you know, if you look at look at it now, you look at where Chael Sonnen is potentially on, on the verge of winning the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix Championship, as crazy as it sounds. Chael's going to have his hands full with Ryan Bader, Matt Mitrione and stuff. And he has his hands full with, with Fedor as well, so we can't forget about that. But back to Ortiz is, you know, I've followed Tito's career for the longest time. And that's one of the first guys, you know, that really started to follow and was really motivated by his work ethic, his hard work, his dedication, you know, what he always stood about, what he always talked about at his press conferences, the way he carried himself. You know, Tito's a little bit of an asshole to some people, but, you know, overall, this out who he is, you know, and how hard he works, the definition of hard work, getting through injuries, pulling through all those things. Just he's a perfect example of a role model that the kids should want to be like. So, you know, I... I don't know what to say about this matchup. I'm not, uh, there's been a lot of different opinions going out there. And I know me, my opinion, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm excited for it. You know, I would be pulling for Tito if anything, but you, you got to look at the age differences now. Chuck Liddell's 48 years old. I mean, Dan Henderson stopped when he was like 44 or something. So, you know, three more years later on. Uh, for, for Chuck may not be too bad. I mean, I mean, if you, if you want to look at a positive, Chuck, hasn't fought since you know, since 2011 so you know how to think maybe his brain's recovered a little bit and you know he's one of those guys that can fight a little bit longer than normally planned it's just the fact that his last three fights ended by knockout vicious knockout you know normal shots that he would have normally and probably been able to take a lot better back in the day and you know he was advised by dana back then to to retire he respectfully did you know, he had an executive position with the UFC or something or a, a staffing position with them after that. And then after that, shortly, UFC cuts ties and, you know, just chucked a free agent. But then on his Instagram, if you guys pay attention to a lot of these guys, his Instagrams, you know, he's training, you know, he's doing a lot of stuff. He's, he's going all around. He's, he's been on vacation a couple of times. Chuck, you know, Chuck has always looked. He's always been training. You know, he's, he's, I've seen this post like a long time ago, him talking about, having having the itch and stuff and wanting to come back i mean yeah he never truly wanted to leave on his terms i believe it was pressured by dana because you know he was what conor mcgregor was back then you know he was the ufc's poster boy he was just he was a superstar and for him to have to be forced to retire after three losses i'm sure he didn't want to go chuck's a fighter chuck has always been a fighter so he didn't want to go um but back to this Ortiz versus Liddell three matchup. Um, they fought two times before. I mean, if that infamous barrage of punches that Chuck landed on Tito in the first, their very first fight, you know, Tito was up against the cage covering up and he just drops. He's bloody. Chuck Liddell does this vintage Iceman celebration. And, you know, the second fight wasn't even, it wasn't any better at all. And Tito ended up getting beaten by, uh, I think it was, it was by TKO on the ground. But, uh, you know, it just that, you know, who we, we don't fucking know. Like, I don't want to say Tito, Tito doesn't suck. People said that back in the day. That, oh, he sucks. And he's bounced too big. He talks too much. But, you know, Tito has some legit skills. You know, he looked, he's looked good in Bellator. You know, obviously he's spoken many times about injuries. That's been a huge factor throughout his career. If you pay attention to it, his back, his neck, his knees, his neck. The neck is the most se severe thing, though. If you don't have your neck, you don't, you're not fighting. And, you know, you can get ACL replacements, ACL injury, uh, ACL injuries, ACL surgeries, but neck, neck, a neck is, is probably one of the hardest things to, you know, and one of the most scariest things to worry about. Hence, if you get 
a neck injury or something like that in training. And you got to think Tito's a wrestler, so he's going to be shooting for a long, a, a while. But, it, and, but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying, I mean, like breaking down the matchup, you know, I'm curious to see how it's going to happen. Cause we have, this is fucking crazy. Honestly, we haven't seen this fight since like early two thousands. The second fight wasn't the best. Not in a million years that I ever think I was going to be sitting here on a podcast, on my podcast, talking about Tito versus Chuck three. I mean, it was talked about for the longest time, but in a lot of modern day mixed martial arts fans, a lot of smart people's minds. I mean, if you look at it in my head, there's really, you know, if a lot of people think about it like this, Chuck beat him twice. Chuck already beat him twice. Why is Chuck going to do that? Is Chuck hurting for a payday? What's going on behind the scenes? Chuck just wants to fight. I'm pretty sure. And, you know, Tito, I'm sure, has wanted this fight for the longest time. I mean, this is, is kind of equivalent to Rampage Jackson recently being announced to fight Vanderlei Silva for the fourth time. Vanderlei Silva beat him twice in pride. You know, they have that third fight in the UFC. Rampage knocks him out. So now Rampage owes him two more ass whoopings, according to him. You know, after that, he's going to, you know, obviously, because, you know, Vanderlei already beat the fuck out of him in pride. And, and now he gets the opportunity to right the wrongs back in the, in the Bellator cage. So, you know, Bellator is definitely putting together some solid fights. You know, the Rampage, the Rampage, uh, the Rampage, um, Vanderlei Silva fight. I do enjoy that. Um, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about, you know, Vitor possibly making the move to Bellator MMA as well. And we might get shades of the old Vitor Belfort back. If you've seen some of his pictures, he looks bigger than ever. Like, you know, not, not like fat or anything post-retirement, like 30 days after he retired. But he looks like TRT Vitor, you know, testosterone replacement therapy, Hulk master Vitor. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen there, you know. Um I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with that. But um, last thing on Liddell versus Ortiz 3. Um, I would be pulling for Tito because I like Tito a lot. And back then when I first, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know anything about the sport. Back when they first had the rivalry, so I had to accumulate over time. I had to learn about it over time. And, you know, I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. You know, it's something different to get excited for, you know, health concerns wise. I mean, I mean, for the, on the side of Chuck Tito, I don't have any problem with coming back, obviously, other than the fact that, you know, he retired on a good win. Um, he retired on his, on his shield. You know, he, 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 you know, he got some of those surgeries, you know, he looked a lot better before, you know, he's training, he looked a lot better. He was a lot more healthier. So, you know, I don't really necessarily have a problem with Tito returning. It's just the fact that Chuck, I mean, Chuck could still come back at 48 and, and, and demolish Tito like he always has. I mean, he's always had that same power, that technique, his reaction time. And he's been training a lot since before this fight was announced. And you got to think, you know, Chuck's Chuck's a fighter. So Chuck's going to be training in and out and training at any time he can possibly get. All right. Next up on this episode of Segments, episode 16. We're going to skip that one and save that for last. We're going to talk about relationship theories and, and just the overall relationships, people's relationships with each other, the scary parts about it, the ups and the downs. It's, 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 it's some crazy shit that I feel a lot of people, you know, sometimes don't sit and really sit, sit down and think about, you know, they think about it, but it's not something that's always constantly going through their head or something. But we'll talk about that in, uh, in a few minutes. UFC 226 took a major hit as featherweight Max Holloway was forced to be pulled from his co-main event slot against Brian Ortega due to concussion 
symptoms. Like, you know, he's having symptoms of a concussion and he was going to be interviewed on UFC tonight by none other than the great Michael Bisping. And Michael Bisping asked him if he was tired or if he was, if he seemed like he was high or something or he was tired, he was high. And, you know, he just didn't seem like himself, you know, um, he was having concussion-like symptoms before the fight. You know, his coaches said it was really hard to wake him up. And, you know, we like this is this ties in perfectly to what I was saying. Not everybody knows what, what happens behind the scenes with these fighters, you know. A lot of these guys have a lot of pride on their shoulders. A lot of these guys train their asses off. And, you know, for a big fight like that, you know, Max hasn't, you know, he's had a lot of bad luck this year. He's supposed to, he was supposed to fight Frankie Yeager. That didn't happen. Um... He he was penciled in to fight Habib. That was almost set to happen. The New York Athletic Commission pulls him from that. Um, and then he pulls out of his last fight with a, a broken ankle or a hurt ankle. So he, he definitely 2018, Max Holloway hasn't had the, the most of luck. Um, unfortunately for Brian Ortega, you know, he will have to wait to realize his UFC opportunity his chance at UFC gold. And, you know, obviously he said he will, he, he wants to wait since there is no interim title planned or anything, or any last minute replacement. Cause you know, it's kind of, it's a little too late for that to happen. You know, I know the UFC was throwing out an option, possibly having a uh, Frankie versus Jeremy Stevens for the interim title, but Frankie Edgar wasn't even, Frankie Edgar was in Vegas, but he wasn't planning on fighting, but you know, a lot of things, you know, when things happen unexpectedly, you know, the, the best thing is to jump on what they can do next to save it so I know I, I'm un, un, I'm uninterested in a Stevens versus Edgar interim title fight. I do want to see Stevens versus Aldo, and you know, every, hopefully everything with Max, you know, goes well, and you know he, he comes back better than ever. You know, whatever time he needs, I feel it's necessary that for him to get as much time as he needs off because you know obviously he hasn't fought in a little bit of time. And we've been waiting for a little bit of time. And, you know, after being out for so long, UFC can come up with an interim belt. And I really don't want to see that. I hope they don't do that or anything like that. But this is the third time. You know, third time in a row. People want to say the third time in a row. But in my opinion, that second time didn't count. He was doing the cut. He was on his way to making that cut. And they pulled him. So that one wasn't necessarily Max's fault. He was he was, he was cutting the weight. And, you know, they pulled him. They didn't want him to cut any more weight. So they pulled him from there. You know, originally we were going to put Anthony Pettis or Paul Felder. Paul Felder wasn't ranked high enough to that, according to them. So they put in number 11 ranked Ally Quinta. So they put in Ally Quinta, and then that was the guy who was supposed to fight Habib. Max was going to originally going to fight Habib. And, you know, it was an unfortunate thing for Max. You know, he flew all the way from Hawaii. He got ready. He did all the interviews and all that, and he was all ready to go. And, unfortunately, that fight doesn't happen. And this fight was, was one of the best fights. I talked about it last week was – one of the biggest featherweight fights since Conor McGregor versus Jose Aldo. So it, it, it's an unfortunate turn of events for Max. It's unfortunate for Brian, but the show goes on. Um, Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou has moved up to the co-main event slot. And um, Paul Felder versus Mike Perry has moved on to the main card. UFC 226 continues. I mean, we still got an amazing fight. Super fight in the heavyweight division. Stipe versus Daniel Cormier. And then Francis Ngannou, Derek Lewis. I mean, you got a lot of fantastic fights. You know, Michael Chiesa versus Anthony Pettis. Gokhan Saki versus Cleo Roundtree Jr. And and many others, man. I'm I'm super excited for that Mike Perry fight. That definitely should be a good one. So let's move on to the future for the featherweights. Max Holloway comes back, fights Brian Ortega. That's ideally the next thing. You know, unfortunately for Frankie, if, if that is the next move for the UFC to 
but rebook that fight for a later time. Hopefully we can get that and we can have Frank Yeager penciled in as, 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 um, as a backup just in case anything happens. Cause you know, obviously, like I said, these things happen with Max and unfortunately these things happened. And you know, the sport's a brutal sport, ladies and gentlemen. You know, a lot of these fighters will still fight even if they're not deemed unfit to fight. They'll still come in there and try to fight. You know, a lot of these guys have a lot of heart and a lot, uh, I admire that deeply about a lot of the mixed, uh, mixed martial arts athletes out there. That's why it's the toughest sport. You know, it's a lonely sport. It's a one man sport. You're in this for yourself. You know, obviously you have a team and all that, but when you're in the cage, it's just you and another man, or you're a woman and another woman. And, you know, that makes me respect these guys a lot more. So all the best to Max. I do want to see this Ortega versus Max fight. And I feel Max is still very young. And, you know, these things happen. And you know, there's no pressure on his back. You know, I know he really wanted a fight. You know, he's not a guy that I feel would try to get out of anything. or try. I've seen some stupid comments saying, oh, Max started feeling ill. And he's seen how good Brian Ortega was doing at the open workouts. Stupid shit like that. But that's the world we live in. So, you know, my perfect scenario for this is for them to rebook this fight and hopefully pray to god that this fight does happen but you know have frankie yeager in the in the in the back burner waiting for um waiting to possibly fill in for for max or fill in for brian or fill in for anybody that's on that important spot so uh, moving on ladies and gentlemen final thing of today's episode because this is an episode of segments and i only specifically have these three things i wanted to talk about because Oh, obviously, after this, we'll get to one last thing, relationship quotes, and then we'll get relationship theories, excuse me, and then we'll get to UFC 226 fight picks. I know I said I was going to do those. I didn't do them on the last episode of the podcast, so I'm going to do them on this one or make some official picks for the main card, and uh, we'll go from there. But um, going into relationships, like, it's a fucking scary thing in a way. It's like... You're, you're you and you're, you're trying to find another human that you can be physically satisfied, mentally, emotionally, spiritually satisfied by. And, you know, we have it to where some people go to the wrong places, go to the wrong crowds, talk with the wrong people, trust people a little too much. There's all these problems that go into relationships. The way people, you know, carry themselves, you know, after a certain amount of time, they start to change a little bit. Um, it, it, sometimes it's too much for people. Sometimes people are fucking idiots. Most of the time, people are fucking idiots. And, you know, I, I've seen this more than ever. You know, people single because they've been cheated on too much. And it hurts more when you know that there's a kid involved. You know, they have a kid together. This person's cheated on her. They're not being honest. They're not being faithful. They're not being loyal. And it's like, fuck, you have a child with this person. I don't have any kids. And that's the part that scares me the most about it is just because you look at, you can have the best relationship with somebody and then out of nowhere, in the snap of a finger, oh, just decide you don't love that person anymore and you kind of don't want to do anything with that person anymore. You know, you're not the one for me. I'm sorry, but I have to go. Or they leave you for somebody else or they're cheating on you or they never really loved you or they're just using you. I mean, there's a lot of different ways people can fuck you up in a relationship. And that I'm telling you, that shit fucks with your mind mentally. It, 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 it fucks with your mind mentally and it's, it's not something that I feel anybody deserves to go through. You know, throughout my life, I've had the worst relationships with people. You know, at times there were, they were one of the best. And then after time just went by, those things 
never panned out. And I'm all right with that. I'm very young. I started when I was super young. So I, I still have so much time to go for me. But I mean, saying, I'm just saying, not just, this isn't about me. This is for everybody. I'm just saying that it, it's a scary world you live in. I mean, if you look at how scary the world is in general, from still being racism around to um, people protesting Black Lives Matter, you know, the whole thing with, with Mexico and, you know, creating that wall and everyone's being so divided away from each other. And, and the, instead of coming together, we... Uh, instead of everyone getting together, we're... We're being divided. It's a sad thing. Because if you think about it, love, compassion, teamwork, you know, affection, those are some of the best feelings on the planet. And if everybody had those for each other, I feel that this world would be a lot better of a place. I mean, it's a great place and you can only make it as great as you want it to be. But in reality, those are things that are going on, you know, families, um, you know, obviously that, that those are normal problems, you know, families, illegal immigrants and, you know, racism, obviously, I mean, all those shootings that go on, um, there's just a lot of depressing, crazy shit that happens out there. And, you know, relationships is one of those things, not just relationships with your, like a boyfriend and girlfriend, but relationships with your family, with your cousins, you can have a great relationship with anybody. And one day they just decide to switch up on you or, or change their thought process on you or, you know, maybe they don't trust you or maybe they don't, and you got to earn people's trust too. Don't do anything to damage anybody's trust, but you know, people just change up on you out of nowhere. So it's a scary world. And if you think about it, you have kids with someone, they decide to leave you and there's really nothing you can do about it. You're, you're, you're fucked. You know, it breaks my, uh, it breaks my heart to see a lot of these uh, beautiful women with, with they're, they're single. They're they're not seeing the dad. You know, they take them to they take their kids to see their dad every so often and all that. And just the fact that parents aren't all one in one, like one together. You know, obviously I know things don't work, and you know I haven't experienced that part of life, and I really I don't know the feeling about it, but I can only imagine. I me, mean, if you're looking at it, like you have kids with this person. I don't have any kids, so this isn't referring to me. It, 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 I can only imagine because you got to think kid is on top of the world. It, it, a chill child's life is the most important thing in your life as a parent. So obviously that's your number one thing. And you know, kids growing up on average have their mom and their dad to learn from, but other sisters, other siblings, other family members, and you know, not having a mom on the side or not having a dad on the side is one of the, one of the harder things for a kid growing up, you know, not having a dad. I never had a dad. I, I hardly knew my mother growing up. Uh, I last time I seen her was when I was three years old and that was years and years and years ago. So, you know, I definitely know the feeling about that and definitely does take a toll on you when you're later on in life or, you know, when people ask you about it or if you have to explain it or something like that to people, then it definitely does suck though. And, you know, for relationships, like I, I feel that people are different from how they used to be because like where, where I come from, like I have one person and that's my one person. Like I don't, I don't talk to other people on the side or anything like that or, or do anything on the side. It's like, I find that one person and I'm obsessed with them. You know, I'm always looking for ways to improve our relationship and, you know, 
evolved and just that's all about life it's what life's all about is evolving and getting better and all that and that's the problem like we, we have you know obviously there's nothing wrong with wanting wanting the best relationship with someone and you know some people may not be on the same level that's the scary part about it is you can never know someone's true intentions inside what they're thinking what they're planning what they have in their mind what they plan on doing it's a scary thing you got to be fucking careful out there, especially for people that, you know, sleep around and yeah, fuck multiple people and stuff like, you know, there's people out there, there's dogs. I know that I'm not stupid. I pay attention. Um, there's dogs out there. If you don't want, if you don't want any unnecessary kids or having to, uh, pay any extra money for shit due to child support and all that, that don't do it. Just be, just be safe. Be a lot safer than you normally would just because the fact that that can happen. I mean, having a child with someone you don't even care about, really, like that. It was just, it was just, a, it was just a one night thing. And think about it. Your kid's there. That kid wasn't meant to be made. And you're not friends with that person. Or you're not even cool with them. It's a heartbreaking thing. It's a stressful thing. It, it, breakups are terrible. People getting their heart breaking, broken is terrible. People getting cheated on. Them making them feel like they're not good enough for something. Obviously, due to personal confidence, you should always believe in yourself no matter what. But, you know, there are times where people do make you feel those ways and it's okay to feel those ways. I'm telling you. But for, for me, I feel that, you know, nobody deserves to feel something like that. Only, you know, everybody should love each other a lot more than, than we do. And everybody should definitely be closer to each other, regardless of if we need a shooting to happen or something like that happens. You know, I do see everybody unite together on social media. If one uh, when the massive shootings were happening, you know, everybody's chiming in, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's wishing their condolences and all that. And everybody unites together. But if we could unite together outside of that, when, when something doesn't bad, isn't happening, just normally regularly then that would be one of the better things you know everybody's so bitter with each other you know everybody it just feels like we're in a time where everybody's divided and everybody wants to do things not to do them but to fit in we're in a society that a lot of people just want to fit in instead of being themselves and instead of doing things that they normally love to do we're in a society where, you know, oh, this is a new hottest trending thing. I have to go get this. I was talking, I talked about this maybe a few weeks ago with the iPhones and all the new technology that's coming out versus when we were little kids, you know, seeing like a 10 year old with the iPhone X, I'm like, good fucking God, who pays your phone bill? I don't. That's for sure. I mean, they get all these nice, fancy phones. They're, they're, their ability to access the internet is what's scary. You know, a lot of these kids do learn a lot of young, a lot of things off YouTube, and I admire that. But you know, it's just it's just a thing that's out there. I mean, these kids have access to many things that we didn't have to access to as adults. And as time gets better and time gets you know stronger, and 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 things go by, we have all these new things coming out. It's just going to get more advanced. We're turning into the the um, era of technology. Basically labeling us humans as potential robots. That's just the way it is. But, um, let me see. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Back to the relationship things. Yeah. It, it's a fucking pain in the ass. You know, I was telling my aunt this yesterday. It's like, 
you find your person, okay, that doesn't work out. So you just got to keep starting over, keep starting over, keep starting over. Now, don't go out there and, and try to get a relationship down there every every time your relationship fails. You need to take time to heal and take time to relax and just enjoy life. That's what I'm doing, you know. I'm not going to talk about what happened with my relationship or anything like that, but I know now I deserve as much time as I want to be to feel like to feel good about myself and improve in a lot of areas that I feel I can improve on, even though they may not need strengthening. I feel like I want to strengthen them and it's all right. You know, we're our own biggest critics. That's the thing. So if you feel like you need to do something or you need to improve on something, by all means, take that step and do it. That's the most important thing. It's just a a scary world we live in. You got to adapt to it and you got to be ready for anything that comes your way. And once you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So whenever something comes around the corner and hits you when you don't expect it, you're going to know how to handle these things. Just the fact that you simply think about, okay, I'm risking this, for example, with the female. I'm risking this, you know, I I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know what's going to happen. I see a lot of people doing this. Well, we can talk and we can see how it goes and all that. I'm not one to do that. I, I, I. I'm not going to go into something and be half-assed. Like if I'm going after someone, if I see a girl that I really want and I'm going to be ambitious towards her and I'm going to prove to her that I want her on every single level in the books, I'm going to go after that one person and I'm going to do everything I can to get them. I don't really like people that, you know, are too, re- I mean, when you're too realistic with stuff, it doesn't, it doesn't make it as, it, you know, you got to do things in life. You got to chance things you gotta look i mean i understand it's looking out for yourself you know i just there's there's just certain ways of doing it you know you can't think about the negative things right off the back you gotta you gotta focus on what you gotta take it day by day you gotta focus on the things that matter the most and the, the people that matter the most and people in your life that matter the most and you know strengthen those things and you know if you have elders you know older friends family cousins aunts anybody um, best friends, get their advice and try to get as much advice as you can about how to handle things like that. You know, for the first few days, I got to be honest with you, I was, I was dying inside. You know, I, I was, I was bawling my eyes out. I was upset. I don't know what happened, but you know, after a while, I realized that, you know, it, it wasn't my fault and I did everything I could do on my part. That's the most important thing. And there's nothing more to it that I could have done to make anything better. You know, all, as long as you know, how much effort you put into someone or something, that's all that matters. As, as long as you feel deep down that you did what you needed to do. That's the only thing that matters. As long as you know that you did your best, that's the only thing that fucking matters. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for today. I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this 16th episode of Segment. So 16 episodes plus... 146 so we're about like close to 160 something for total episodes of the podcast you know like i said we've been doing this since 2015 and we're not going anywhere anytime soon ladies and gentlemen nowhere near it's not even a thing in my mind so we got a lot of amazing shows to come and as time goes by we're gonna have a lot a lot more fun shows and talk about a lot more things kind of like how we did today you know i had everything lined up i had everything on the list i followed the list point blank and it it was fucking fantastic so like i said thank you guys for joining us here on this special edition episode 16 of segments you guys know where to find me at g meeker mma on twitter 
and Instagram handle at GMeekerMMA for Instagram and Twitter. Both are identical. Facebook.com slash GabyBaby123. Follow the GMeekerMMA show as well on Instagram at GMeekerMMA show. You can subscribe to our podcast in or on CastBox, available on CastBox Radio, or excuse me, CastBox, the app for for, for podcasts. Uh, it's also another podcasting app. Um, iTunes podcast, Apple podcast, whatever you fuck you want to call it. You can look us up and subscribe there. Leave comments, share the podcast, share it with your friends, share it with anybody that you feel that it would be a good fit to listen to as well as iHeartRadio, ladies and gentlemen. That is a number one provider that our podcast can be found on iHeartRadio. You go into the app. There's a podcast tab. Search bar, just type in the G Meeker May Show and should pop up the latest episodes and everything up to date. Like I said, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this brand new episode. We will be back next week. G Meeker MMA out, baby. <laughs>